Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Um, I'm doing a coaching promotion, <clears throat> excuse me, right now uh, for, so it's $1,000, which is a very small investment to make in your long-term development. And here's the thing, like you're never going to make the progress that you need to make without a coach or a mentor. I can't think of many, if any, high-performing individuals that didn't have a mentor or a coach or somebody to hold them accountable. So I'm doing coaching. You know, I was highly successful in the life insurance business, you know, four or five million dollar a year operation. It was highly successful so far in staffing. You know, a million dollar a year operation its first year. Um, You know, I just, I'm not saying that to brag or boast. I'm just saying that because, you know, when it comes to business and life in general, you know, in 30 years, I've made a lot of mistakes and had the opportunity to learn and grow uh, more so than I think a lot of 30 year old people have. You know, that's just, it's just a fact. Um, I've been through a lot and I feel like, you know, there's being, being smart is learning from your own mistakes. Wisdom is learning from other people's mistakes and finding a mentor and seeking somebody. You know, the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there is wisdom. I think you, I know you need a mentor. If you read any book about highly successful individuals, one of the first things they say is find a mentor. You need to find somebody that's been there, done that, that's done what you want to do. I can't tell you now how many six-figure income earners I've created. You know, even if they're not with me anymore, and you know, I cannot tell you how many six-figure I I couldn't count. So. Again, I'm not saying this to brag or boast. I'm saying this because you need a mentor. So it's going to be 30 days. It's a thousand bucks up front. You're going to get a uh, an intake, I guess, if you would call it, meeting with me about an hour long, where we're going to set some goals and some boundaries and some strategies. And then uh, we're going to do two 30 minutes a week, 30 minute meetings a week. You're going to get um, daily check-ins with me to make sure that we're on track with what the, you know, what we set out to do. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be zeroing in on mental, physical, spiritual, financial development, career development, uh, vision casting, goal setting, you know, 30 days can change a lot, you know, and hopefully we can continue the relationship after 30 days. So if this is something that you're interested in, Uh, please send me a message. I've got a couple spots left. I've taken on a couple clients. We got a couple spots left. So let me know ASAP. Uh, Anyways, that's the plug for today. But what I I really want to focus on with you guys today is the law of the lid. The law of the lid. So, you know, John Maxwell, I I would encourage you, if you're interested in any kind of leadership development, to read The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And in this book, he talks about the law of the lid, that everybody has a lid. So like, for example, if 
I'm an 8 out of 10 in terms of my ability to lead and develop others. I'm going to be able to successfully attract and more importantly retain sixes and sevens. Right? Now, if I'm a 6 out of 10 and I somehow, you know, let's say I'm in a sales organization and I'm the leader, if I'm a 6 out of 10 and I bring in somehow an 8 out of 10, that 8 out of 10 either A, won't be initially attracted to me and won't come into the organization at all, or B, will come into the organization and get frustrated and that frustration will manifest in a set can manifest in several different ways. Number one, they'll just quit. They'll leave uh, and find somebody that matches or exceeds their, at least exceeds their lid. They will constantly challenge you, posture up against you because they know they're the alpha. You just have the title. They know they're the alpha. You just have the title. Uh, they will cause division and dissension within your organization. There, There's a host of problems that can come. You know, now, if they're just a, an eight with integrity, chances are they'll just end up by way of outperforming you take your position. You know, they won't cause division. They won't cause dissension. They might not quit, but they're going to end up taking your job by way of outperforming you long enough, unless you just own the business. Right? So this is so important and I feel like that this is this is why so many organizations fail to grow because the leader at the top has a lid and the lid is low. So you have to ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 how would you rank your lid and what characteristics are we looking at? that create that lid. Like if I could come up with a list and rank myself on a scale of one to 10 in a certain set of attributes and take that average, that would create my lid. What attributes would I list? I would probably say number one is character and integrity. On a scale of one to 10, you should do this. How would you grade yourself in terms of character and integrity? Are you honest in your business dealings? Proverbs says that a false balance is an abomination to God. So in other words, dishonest business dealings are an abomination. How would you rank yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 in character and integrity? Do you do what you say you're going to do? Do you practice follow through? Are you a man or woman of your word? Can you be trusted that when you give your word on something, you're going to deliver? Now, we're not always perfect. But how close to perfect can you be here? Give yourself a grade on a scale of 1 to 10. I would say very few people are a perfect 10, if any. You know, a 9 is a person that always follows through with what they say they're going to do. They do not lie. They do not cheat. They do not steal. They don't even tell half-truths. They're honest with people. They're up front. And they eat. They always make the right decision even when it costs them. That's a nine. Somebody that sometimes bends the rules a little bit, doesn't just outright lie to somebody's face, but somebody that bends the rules a little bit or sneaks something through to 
win a competition or to get ahead, you know, maybe is a five or a six out of 10. So how would you rank yourself? Next, I would say discipline. What's your discipline level? What is your discipline level on a scale of one to 10? How would you rank yourself? Do you always do what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be doing it regardless of how you feel? That's a nine or a 10 out of 10. Somebody that only maybe performs or does what they're supposed to be doing when they feel like it might be a three or four out of 10. How would you rank yourself on a scale of one to 10 with discipline? Next would be enthusiasm. What's your enthusiasm level as a leader? On a scale of one to 10, somebody that's a nine or a 10 shows up and it doesn't matter what's going on in their personal life. It doesn't matter what's going on behind the scenes. It doesn't matter if they're tired. It doesn't matter if they're discouraged. They understand as the leader, they are the thermostat, meaning they set the temperature. They understand they can't afford to show a lack of enthusiasm because that becomes contagious and can destroy the momentum, the emotional momentum of an organization. So how would you rank yourself on a scale of one to 10 with enthusiasm? I don't know if I would call it, the next would be, uh, I don't know if it, I would call it stoicism so much as it, as it is just maybe emotional maturity. But I think somebody that has a high leadership lid is somebody that is able to manage their emotions properly. You know, a three or four out of 10 has anger outbursts, a three or four out of 10 gets down easily when things don't go their way. You know, a nine out of 10 and a 10 out of 10 is somebody that no matter the circumstances, no matter how mad they are, no matter how sad they are, no matter how fired up they are, no matter how much pressure they're under, they're able to keep a cool head. Now, there's a time and a place to get excited as a coach. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place to be fired up and get people lit up. But how often are you losing your temper? How often are you letting your emotions get the best of you in front of your people? You know, being able to keep a cool head in times of stress is something that followers look to in a leader. They want to know that their leader under high pressure situations, high intensity situations, isn't going to crack. Because when we crack, we make mistakes and the whole organization suffers. Bro, if I have one more, here we go. About to lose my emotional integrity here. I got some lady in a Subaru absolutely riding me right now. I'm doing 50 and a 30. <laughs> Even this sign here is blinking at me. I'm going too fast. Anyways. So we've hit on a couple uh, character traits here. Uh, there, there are many, many more. I think Maxwell. These are just some of the ones I could think of off the top of my head. I think Maxwell actually covers a lot in that book. You know, honesty on a scale of 1 to 10. Follow through on a scale of 1 to 10. Um, which are a couple we already hit on. I would I would just rank yourself. Like write down some characteristics that you would want to see in a leader and rank yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. And you could take this exercise even further and come up with the list of attributes. Rank yourself. Take your average. And then go to people that you actually lead and try to figure out how to do it anonymously so people could be honest with you. And have them rank it. 
have your spouse rank you. You know, because we have a tendency to sometimes lie to ourselves. And then, you know, sometimes we're too hard on ourselves, too. So I want you to do this exercise. And whatever score you get, let's say you're a 6.3 out of 10. Or 7.9 out of 10. Or a 5.1 out of 10. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Because a lid can always be raised. And the way that we raise our lid is through self-development. This is why self-having a self-development plan, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, is so critically important to your long-term success in business and in life. What plan do you have in place for your self-development. In other words, what are you doing daily to grow yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically? Because this is what will happen is people come in with a lot of natural talent. This is probably more dangerous than anything is natural talent because people that are naturally talented rely on their talent and they hit plateaus. They hit plateaus. It's like a team that always makes the wild card but never advances. You know, a team that makes the first round of the playoffs or the second round of the playoffs and never advances. You know, a lot of talent, but no development causes to us to plateau. And it needs to be intentional. Like you should have a daily growth plan for yourself that every day you wake up and execute. Like I have a routine every day that I wake up and I execute. Because I understand that if I want to grow and get better and better and better and raise my lid, I need to constantly challenge myself, study, read, learn, listen. How do you raise your lid specifically? We read books. We read the Bible. We spend time in prayer and honest self-reflection. We listen to podcasts. We pick the brain of a mentor who's doing what we someday want to do. That has the lid that someday we want to have. I think one of the fastest ways to go from a 7 to a 9 is to get yourself around some 9s. Get yourself around some 9s. You know, I, I had a, you know, nobody's perfect. I wouldn't call anybody a 10, you know, may, except for Jesus, you know, but I had the privilege of coming up in business around a nine named Simon. You know, this guy is probably as close to as good as you could possibly get. You know, I'd give him a 9.7, a 9.8. You know, I had the, the privilege and he taught me a lot of this stuff. I don't know that I would think the way that I think right now if it wasn't for this guy. You know what I'm saying? So... You have to get yourself, I think the easiest way to fast track your development. Now, a mentor is not a complete substitution for reading and podcasts and self-reflection in the Bible, obviously. But man, will that absolutely, it's a catalyst. Will that absolutely just speed your development up light years ahead of everybody else? So that's what I got for today. Law of the lid, baby. Let's get it. I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.